Hello, and thank you for joining us on another episode of Why Theory. As always, I am your host, Ryan Angley, joined, as always, by co-host Tom McGowan. Todd, how are you doing, buddy? I'm doing well today, Ryan. How are you? Uh, good. Got the Celtics coming up. I feel, uh, <laughs> I feel good about that. So we don't yeah. have to talk about it. We don't have to make predictions on here. We don't, we don't do predictions. But the, uh, the Nets are a pack of cowards, so I hope the Celtics win. Uh, today, we're not talking about that. The cowards. No, we are not. <laughs> we are, uh, we are talking about this is a listener request. I want to say this, um, multiple times, but most, uh, most recently from a uh, friend of the show, Anna Backman Rogers. Hey, Anna. That's, um, that's right. It, we are talking about, uh, this is to continue our Lacanian aphorism series. The woman does not exist. This La is. La femme n'existe pas. There we go. Thank right, you. Right. The, in the French. Yeah. And this is, uh, I think this is a biggie. And I think what we're going to come to, we're going to try to present that uh, this is, I think, bigger for other people than it is for Lacan. Um, I think that's right. And, and, but before we get to that, we need to start with, uh, with the phrase, where does it occur? What does he mean by this? What, like, it seems like um, off the top, like it just seems to, to put on one side whether it is sexist or not it's kind of nonsensical as a phrase in english like that like that's the woman does not what does that mean the woman does not exist so where where does this where does this start and so uh, the first yeah yeah, the first kind of version of it is in seminar 18 which has not been translated to english uh roughly it means of a discourse that would not be a semblance so a discourse Mm -hmm. that would be True, I guess. Yeah, I mean, right, right, not right. be a semblance, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, the French is d'un uh, discours qui ne serait pas du semblant. And there, so in that, so he doesn't say it directly, but mm-hmm. he does say that it's unthinkable to say the woman. Mm-hmm. And then he says, uh, this, this all the women, this set of all the women, he doesn't say set, but <laughs> it doesn't, it, there isn't any. So mm-hmm, and then mm-hmm. he then he then he go, follows that up immediately with there is no universal of the woman, mm-hmm. so mm. so that's 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 important. That's kind of on the way to it. And then in seminar twenty, he gets closer to it. And then in television, he says it directly. That's mm-hmm. where he has the famous statement: "La femme n'existe pas; the woman doesn't exist." And mm-hmm. interestingly, uh, Joan Kopjak, who edits in English television, and for whom this statement is important. Mm-hmm says she thinks we should drop the the because it sounds what does she say that there it's not yeah. a category like yeah she says ahead. yeah so i have the the note here um that uh la femme n'existe pas says lacan earlier translation chose to retain the french article and to render his formula the woman does not exist but since lacan does not comment specifically on this article there was no need to keep in English such a non-English way of expressing a category, which is, a, I think, a really uh, an enlightening phrase by her, expressing a category. Expressing a category, right, yeah. right. And then um, oftentimes you'll get either, I think in Seminar 20, woman itself is crossed out, right? Yeah. In the translation? Quite often, yeah. That's in yeah. Uh, and the, th- those later chapters that, that get into the, um, as we talked about before, the, um, what is it, the four... Um, the formulas of sexual, the formulas of sexuation, yeah, 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 yeah. Mm-hmm. and then, but, but in in the French, it's the law that's crossed out, so it's the the, so it's an interesting, that's interesting way to try to deal with that 
because you know you could do it in in English, but it would be weird, I think, to say like, what does it mean, the woman? And and I think Lacan is trying to, as he says in seminar eighteen, that there's there is no universal for a woman, right? Like yeah. that's the basic claim, which is a it's not clear what that claim exactly means. It's not exactly right? our universal. Uh, we'll, we'll, we'll get into right. that. I just think that this, so, okay, the this, uh, to do a little bit of a, like, I guess a little bit of a setup, if, um, I doubt it's the first time, so any the people listening to the podcast have heard this phrase or, or being attached to Lacan or just the first time that they've seen it. Um, it's, it's much larger in uh discourse about psychoanalysis and lacan than it is in lacan's text himself uh it, itself himself either i don't know how to how yeah to for sure happen. it's yeah. totally you're totally right yeah. Yeah. yeah it's and it's uh so but it's but so th- this phrase where where you cross it out is just so interesting that like in the french it's the yeah. it's the the that's crossed out but then right. you get you get this book in english you get you get seminar 20 and what's crossed out uh, all the time from like page 78 to like, you know, page 80, 80 something or 90 something is, is woman. And that seems right. just textually speaking, like at the, at the level of the, of the, of the, of the phrase of the word that seems to make really graphic a violence to, right. uh, to, right. to, to, to women and to, to the idea of, of a, of a woman. And since it's at, since it's translated in English, such a strange phrase anyway, this, this just seems so my, my take and I, I think and correct me if you think this is uh, you're a little bit different on this. Like, I think at, at its most basic, this is a very almost a mon. It's just a confusing way of putting almost a very mundane second wave feminist take, which is right, just right. you cannot completely categorize all women. Like the, right, the, although he does think that you can categorize all men, right? right like there is right. an all on the male side, and so I think that that. But I think you're right, like that. That like, I mean, the, the, isn't the danger of this position? And and here I don't know what I think. Like the danger mm-hmm. of the position is that you're identifying, and I think that this. I think this is not probably what he's doing, but you're identifying the feminine with infinite particularity. Yeah. Yeah. And you're identifying the masculine with universality. Right. right? And so mm-hmm. then, then that feeds into a kind of a, I don't know, Deleuzian becoming mm-hmm. woman. Yeah. Uh, notion of, of, of Lacanian psychoanalysis, which I think is wrong, but I think, mm-hmm. I think one can see how that would develop. And then I think you're right. Like then the point of the crossing out or of the does not exist is just a banal one, right? Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. Oh, there's no universe. Like he even says that there is no universal. And that seems to me, you know, I mean, that, I guess you could say that about any social category, but that seems to be not a, uh, yeah. In terms of, I mean, I would almost be tempted to go the other way and say <laughs> there's no universal male, but, you know, so I don't right, know. right, because for like, um, I guess this would be, uh, and maybe this gets too, gets too much into the weeds too quickly, but like, uh, how you're defining universal is like, I think very, very important, Huge. and Huge. it's not, it's not evident. I think how Lacan is thinking about it when we talk about the universal, we talk about, I mean, my formulation that in a long, 
long-awaited article that I, I will finally have some time to, to, to write over the next year. Uh, the particular that changes all particulars. That is how, how I like to define the, the, the universal, which comes from our, you know, reading of, of Hegel and seeing this, like the, the, the concrete, like in the, in the singulars and the universal and the universal is a singular, like just to, to, right, to put it that right, way. Right. Yeah. That's tr- certainly Hegel's position. And I, I think that, I don't think Lacan means that though, because I don't think so. he identifies I, masculine with universal pretty mm-hmm. clearly, and I think the idea is that he's he's. I think there's some slippage of general and universal, right? Like it's mm. the like it like it's the or it's the signifier of mastery, and the singer signifier of the feminine is the signifier of non mastery or something. But I do think like just. Just to backtrack, because I think on a most basic level, what he's trying to say is there is no binary signifier. Yeah. So he said yeah. this, yeah. and that's in that sense, I think he's just repeating in a more provocative way mm. something he said from the beginning of his thinking, right? Like mm-hmm. that there, there is there's a there's a S one, there's a master signifier, mm-hmm. and instead of an S two as just a discrete signifier that would put an end to signification. What we get instead, S2, is just knowledge. So we we try to know things to make up for the fact that there's no signifier that would complete the structure of signification, right? Like that, I mm-hmm. think that's the, that's just, that's the basic underlying thrust of this aphorism, it seems to me. Yeah, I think that's correct. I mean, I, I also think, so let's, to, um, to go... To, to go a little bit like is he is he perhaps Todd is he perhaps yeah is he perhaps is he perhaps um the, the, here's a here's a here's a, an American phrase it's a common American phrase people probably heard this hey man you're the man <laughs> you're the man Todd right right that, right, that guy right. that's the man that's the man that doesn't exist for women, that, women. As, as no it, it doesn't right it's so so is there is there a way that what he is trying to uh, express in a category, to use Jones' uh, phrase, is there a way that he's trying to express these categories in such a way that gets at this uh, social notion that seems to imply a universal kind of masculinity or manliness that can be easily referenced or uh, evoked in a phrase that I just said, like you're the man, and that that yeah. doesn't exist for women. Is that perhaps what he's yeah. on to? I I think that's what he's on to, and I think so. Um, what he's trying to do is make a connection between the signifying structure as a logic, and then the the cultural implications of it, right? Mm-hmm. Like, and I think it's interesting to me that the the people that defend like Joan really, I think is invested in this idea. Yeah. And there are other people like a link, I think is to some extent. And then there are other feminists like Mari Rudy, like Hillary Neroni They're like, <laughs> they're, they're not, they don't, they have zero investment in it, like mm-hmm. even a negative investment in it. So I think it's important. Like, and, and, and I think that the, 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 the turning thing is like, do you, can you make that connection or, do you make that connection between the str- the logical structure and the socio-cultural signification mm-hmm. attached to it, right? And I, mm-hmm. I think one way that you can have to explain this whole logic in Lacan is, is 
through the cultural, right? Like, just like that was a great example, the you're the man. Mm-hmm. And, or you could say, like, there's one idea of mask, ideal masculinity, right? Like, mm-hmm. and it changes over time. So maybe it was John Wayne, and then it's, I don't know, like Jack Nicholson. And now it's, I don't even know, maybe, I don't, I, I can't think of one. Brad Pitt, is that just how old I am? I can't think of someone younger than <laughs> Well, him. no, but, but there's uh, something, but there's something in there that, that's, that would be worth, like talking about that, like in the examples, like you're talking about, like it's like Hollywood, like white, like heterosexual, like masculinity, right? right? Like as becomes to be thought of as the default masculine right. position, which I think like is that's a you know that's a popular position in like it. I, I think that people interrogate that, like they they take that as like, look, this is this is what the uh, like the flattening notion of, uh, of masculinity is. And I think that that's in, you know, that's, that's in queer theory. That's a gesture in queer theory of like to, right. to interrogate that and then to upturn that, you know? And I think like in right. masculinity studies, like that's a, that's a thing as well. So like, I, so yeah, I think that's that. Right. That, but does he, but it's not like his but investment the point, in isn't it the point, is not that though. That I, 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 I right. Think, I think that's right. Yeah. I was going to say though, that the con, the point is that the contrast doesn't exist, right? Like there's no mm-hmm. one ideal of the feminine, right? Like yeah. there, it, it always would be divided between the maternal and the sex object, right? Mm-hmm. Like the, so I think that that, whereas the man can be paternal and can be sexual at the same time, mm-hmm. that in fact, that figure is often both of those things, like Shane, right? right? Like Shane is, mm. has the paternal relationship to the little dude, and he's also incredibly like violent and macho, right? Like that's the like, but that, but the the feminine, it's like an either or. I mean, I was thinking though of when I just said that, I was mm-hmm. thinking of Ripley, oh yeah, and Aliens, mm-hmm. who who kind of is maternal and violent at the same time, but her the violence doesn't define her femininity, right? So, no. I mean, I I don't think any of these things are right. I'm just. Th- saying like if you wanted to try to make the connection between mm-hmm. the logical structure and the sociocultural that's how you would do it right? right with your example of you're the man or with this like there's one kind of ideal masculinity whereas ideal femininity is divided in at least in two yeah yeah uh it, ripley really interesting example a character uh call that was put out without uh without gender uh, That's correct. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. So, um, right. and then Sigourney Weaver uh, nailed it. So this is anyway. Yeah, so yeah. the um, also that film, by the way, just a total minor point, is the best cat acting alien uh, <laughs> in, in in cinema history. I, I defy someone to yeah, name yeah, a better example because yeah. it's not cats. So the, um, the I think what's what's interesting here is that the the way that this phrase I think. Um, as a, just to, to go back to this point, like the uh, the discursive vitality of this phrase, I think, is much uh, larger than what like Lacan gives it. And it would be really like it'd be really great if what he actually said was, I think, a little bit closer to what you're saying, which is that there is um, uh, there is an assume like let's to, to put it this way, that there is an assumption of manliness and masculinity that um becomes like a controlling idea for men. And it is a way of upholding and imagining the phallus as a social object for women. This doesn't exist, but uh, men can be contradictory and still have this 
masculine ideal attached to them. Whereas women are, have the two dominant ideas of, of the, the motherly figure or, or the sexual object. And if they are neither, then that is a, a a disaster for like the, what the, the figure of the, like the old hag, the crone, the spinster, right. The old maid, right? Yeah, Yeah. exactly. Then, then, but either way, like even if it's different, it's, or, or if it doesn't conform to those two, those two are in the relief of the absence, the sort of controlling idea. So anyway, it would have been, I mean, it would be nice if that's, um, in the text like if that's if that if that's what he's getting at but what he's he is he is getting at something else and i do think that um this is where like jones use of uh of this phrase and this idea is like really important if this is going to be important to to anybody uh studying like psychoanalytic theory uh because i i think i think i said this to you a couple days ago when we were you know planning the episode is that i i think that since there's not a there's not a lot of development of the of the of the phrase like itself by by Lacan, and there's more development of the uh, the formulas of, of sexuation. That right. if you take the formulas of sexuation away from this phrase, you just have a perverse, provocative statement, and you can't like like I I, I of course like appreciate the what. Joan is doing to to delineate the difference between like, you know, translating this into English versus like in French, but Lacan, whose entire career is just like replete with wordplay. Like I, like it's pretty clear to me that he knows what he's doing, that he's saying something in right, French right. that when right. translated into English is like, just like on its face an offensive thing. To no, say. but it would be, it would be in French. I, I, I don't you think, think so that the, I don't. Yeah. I don't think right. that it matters. The translation. Okay. Like I, I think he, yeah, I think it, he means for it to sound. He's trying to be provocative. I mm-hmm. think, like that, without any question. And I, I also, you know, I'm not. I, 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 it's part. I think you're absolutely right to say that it doesn't make any sense without the formulas of sexuation in the background of it, because he wants to link the woman to the not all, right? Like that's right. the the patu de la. Like that's the whole point is that that he wants to link the feminine to this other way of being in subjectivity that doesn't require phallic mastery, right? That right. is a different, that, that, and, and so. Okay, I mean, hold on. Can I want to, I just yeah. want to nail that down. Like that would be like, again, if that's the idea, could you imagine like how, how, how different would things have been? If he said, uh, the identity of woman does not require phallic mastery period. Right. Right. Like, like, you know, or the social yeah. identity, right? Like if, that, if that's yeah. the, if that's the yeah. idea, if that's what's important in the idea, then, you know, but I, but of course, you know, I, I think that, I think, I think that he, he likes, and I think, I that think that, he has that, a lot invested in being misunderstood. Yeah, I think that's true as well. But also, yeah. and I, if, if we're going to be, if, if I'm going to turn, turn that and be, and be fair, I think that there is something to like, saying something elusive and beguiling and then you get somebody out of like, they're just, you're, you're trying, like this is his thing, right? Trying to hystericize the students. You get someone out of whatever their normal train of thought is. And so now they're to, to, to understand it all, they have to kind of follow your windy track. And I think that's fine if you actually want to be understood at the end of it. Right. Like, so you right. like, like, so you say something a little hard to understand at first and then 
in a dialectical way, you wind your way back to it, right? Like, I think that can be very, very effective. But I think that you're right that there is, um, he is invested. I, I agree with you that he's invested in being misunderstood. And I think that also on top of that, you have to remember, it's really easy to forget this when you read them as books. These are, these are public performances. Public, perf- well, pu- not public, yes, but for a pretty limited audience. Even, I mean, even you know, still, I mean, I don't get a few hundred people. That's that's bigger than local stand-up shows, you know. Like, like that's. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's true. I mean, yeah, I, I I agree with you, and I think he's. Look, the other possibility is he himself doesn't know exactly what he means when he says it, and just likes the way it sounds. And which then, is a, again, and, I want to validate. That's a fine way to start investigating. It's a an fine idea. way, right? Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. I think that's a really good way of even thinking, mm-hmm. right? You know, I, I, I think this is Slavoj has this comment on Lincoln's favorite, famous statement, like, you can feel some full some of the people uh, some of the time, yeah. all of the, or I don't know, some of the people all the time, all the people some of the time, but you mm-hmm. can't fool all the people all the time. And mm-hmm. he's like, if you actually try to calculate that out, it just doesn't make sense. Because if you can, <laughs> you know, if you can, you know, just, it doesn't, but he just liked the way it sounded. Mm-hmm. So he mm-hmm. said it, right? And I think that that, there's something to that about this statement as well. Like, I think Lacan likes the way it's... Like, it's much better than saying there is no binary signifier yeah, for yeah. him. Oh, right? yeah. Like, and, just, like, would it's, anyone it's, remember that? That's the other thing. Like, would we even be talking about it? Right, right, <laughs> right. I mean, I, I would still remember it. But, <laughs> well, you're but, sure. I, but I, I think your point is right. Like, it, the, the, the controversy sells, mm-hmm. right? Like, it... It, it there's something that draws people in. I mean, I I do think what's interesting is it's 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 at once the point that has garnered Lacan the most feminist critique, mm-hmm. and don't you think this is true? It's the point at which some of the most ardent psychoanalytic feminists have been most drawn to. Yeah, I agree. So with it's that. A, there's a strange kind of thing about the statement that it, and I, I don't think it's coincidental that he says it in television and Joan Kopchak edits television, right? Like, mm-hmm. I think there's a real way in which that the central, like, she's really into or has her p- finger on the pulse of the centrality of that, of this statement for how Lacan thinks of, of sex, right? Mm-hmm. Like, I think mm-hmm. for her that, that, that you have to have that, 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 that this way of of thinking about the feminine or else I think her position would be the entire psychoanalytic project would come a cropper, right? Like it would fall apart without that because it, it's, it, it shows that there's a, the way in which the, the phallic logic of the all Mm -hmm. cannot, there's something that it doesn't reach right somewhere where it, it founders. And so once you show that, then that's the opening for the feminist critique of, of, you know, everything that, of ideology. I, uh, <clears throat> sorry, I want to, I want to respond to this, uh, but first I have to give an irrelevant anecdote because okay. when you were talking about Lincoln, I thought what you were going to reference was, um, and maybe this is worth <laughs> talking about in this context, you know, that famous thing he's asked, how long should a man's legs be? And he says, uh, long enough to reach the ground. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Woody Allen has a really funny, like short story, like quasi play about this, about the man who asked him this question, who 
went to this uh i don't know this press this is this is the the premise of the thing is that this man who asked him this question actually meant to ask him if he could personally provide help for his sick and dying child but got nervous <laughs> and and then said this completely inane thing and said uh, instead uh-huh. and then he comes back to tell his wife that Lincoln can't help because he didn't really ask him the question and she's going to leave him like she's so upset it's ter- and then yeah. it cuts back to Lincoln and Lincoln's like why would that man ask me that question that's such a stupid question that's anyway and it, it leads to the two of them coming together it's a very funny premise for yeah. something um but i think if i was gonna <laughs> if i had to wrap that into the relevancy of what we're talking about i think the um that's a, a nice uh i is that is that a that's a kind of a castrating response yes you know yes. I, uh, uh, yeah. in, in the in the lincoln story but i think so to to talk about to bring us back to castration to get us back on track because yeah. my, my goodness irrelevant um I think that you're right. Like for Joan, um, this this statement, this idea, and so you have the three places that that he references uh, that he makes um, makes use of this this phrase, uh, which is in seminar eighteen, which is not available in English. Uh, Twenty, where he and w- that also has the formula of sexuation, and then in uh, in television, and f- what happens in this trajectory i think especially for um for joan and for and for others uh for other uh, feminist psychoanalytic theorists is the um the uh, the development of of sexual difference as as this domain as a domain for psychoanalytic thought like that this is a a crucial part of that development and i think for her if you got rid of sexual difference you there is no subjectivity in psychoanalysis right. that right. is specific right. to how psychoanalysis investigates the subject. Yeah. Right. And, and also does, I, I think she would also say you get rid of any protest. Yeah. Right. Like I think she would go that far because, and it, again, it ties to this link between the, the woman does not exist and the binary signifier doesn't exist. Right. So mm-hmm. if you could, if you, if you somehow make, the woman exists. So if you put women on the same level as men, I think this would be the line of thinking, mm-hmm. then you're then you've eliminated the very possibility that someone would respond negatively to their symbolic castration, like would not engage in some kind of I don't know, for lack of a better word, like masculinist protest against mm-hmm. their symbolic castration, right? Like mm-hmm. that would be the universal or general response to that, right? Like that, mm-hmm. I think that's, I think that's the idea. That's the fear. It seems to me that if you, if you, if you lose that sexual difference, you lose that possibility of that negative reaction to symbolic castration. So I don't necessarily agree with the thing I'm about to say, but I'm going to say this. I'm going to put this to you and I, I want to see okay. what, what happens in the conversation. Yeah. What, what if I yeah. said to you that uh, sexual difference is the primary contradiction for psychoanalysis. You mean contradiction that would undermine it? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. no, 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 no. Like primary contradiction. I mean that this is like oh, oh. Like I like, think she thinks that. Yeah, I think that's Joan Kopchak thinks that absolutely. Yeah, yeah. I think. Um, yeah, I don't know that I think that. Like, Wait, I hold think on. That, explain your confusion and then explain the way how you understood it because that might be helpful. Okay, for so listeners. I thought you were initially saying the contradiction that undermines 
mm-hmm. the psychoanalytic project. So no, 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 no. I was not. So, that, no, 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 so, no, so that's no, what no. I thought you were saying. Um, but I, so, yeah, I think, like, f- for the idea would be, I think that the sexual difference is, or sexual antagonism is mm-hmm. real, just like the Kantian antinomies, right? Like, there, mm-hmm. there's a point at which the symbolic structure goes, a, you can't, can't reconcile itself with what it has to try to signify. And so then there's a, there's an antinomy or there's an antagonism. And then that, 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 that then is, is, is for, for this position would be primary, right? Mm -hmm. It would be, Mm -hmm. it would be, and I think, I think there's a good number of people that think that about, I mean, look, I think that there's a, most students I have, if 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 asked, I think would say the primary social contradiction is racism, mm-hmm. right? Like no, race, like some kind of racial antagonism is the primary, and and so if they're hostile to psychoanalysis, it would be because psychoanalysis wants to put so, a sexual antagonism over an, the the racist antagonism, mm-hmm. right? So mm-hmm. that would... And then I think there's Marxists who would say, no, 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 no. The class antagonism is, ha- is what has primacy. And mm-hmm. both of these other two positions are confused. But I think ultimately <laughs> the psychoanalytic position is not what you said, that the, the mm-hmm. sexual contradiction is primary, but it's that the contradiction of subjectivity mm-hmm. is itself primary. Yeah. And that the, the sexual antagonism and contradiction involves some attempt to reconcile that or to turn that contradiction into an opposition or two different positions that one can, you know, that can seem as as if they're externally related when the contradiction is actually an internal contradiction, right? Mm-hmm. So that seems to me, that's why I would be... V- that's why I wouldn't agree with what you said, that the, that for psychoanalysis, really, it has to be the sexual contradiction is primary. I don't think that. I think yeah. there's a primary contradiction of subjectivity, mm-hmm. and this is why I don't care <laughs> if people stop in the future talking about male and female sexuation. That does. I don't think that that's the mm-hmm. end of the world. For I don't think it's like the end of the story for psychoanalysis. I don't think it matters. But yeah. I think there are a lot of people who think, that would be a disaster, not only for psychoanalysis, but for the society itself. Yeah, no, I think that was that was really nice. Uh, and I I agree. I would say like that the um, you have to start with this notion of the split subjectivity first. And then it's sort of if you if that's your if that's your baseline, then, of course, there's going to be conflict uh regarding like with regard to uh sexuality and racism and class like that's like that's like if those those things are gonna happen after that and if you think i, I think that this is where we're like for uh to speak for both of us uh that it when you make it that the when you make out that the problem is just like the the sum of the like the discursive uh, element of it then you you yeah. miss you miss it entirely you miss right where it, where it's come from like it seems like and i think that this is put together really nicely by you that like it seems as though it's all external and it, it's all like it's all like, like like these are all 
uh, like a like a litany of epiphenomenons, but like that are disconnected or only connected because where people are in the same region or speak the same language or, or whatever, like that, like some, some sort of like, like accident of geography or something like that. But it's, it's more, it's the internal antagonism that connects everything. And right. to, to, to miss that misses, misses the ball game. Right. And I think, you know, to me, that would be my pushback against this idea that you articulated that mm-hmm. the sexual antagonism is the fundamental or the sexual contradiction is fundamental for psychoanalysis. I just, mm-hmm. I think that that, I think I'm more on Mari's turf, right? Like mm-hmm. that, that it's just, you know, if, if, and this is a, I think this is an, a feminist of a certain kind of feminism, right? Like that, that fine, let's get like, if, if we got rid of that distinction, mm-hmm. that who, that's fine. That's mm-hmm. not, that's not a, that's not a problem, right? Like that's a, you know, I mean, it, it. I think. Look, I I can understand why someone would think it'd be a problem because if you think like everyone's going to be reduced to their phallic identity, mm-hmm. then then of course that's a problem. But, I don't think anyone I, thinks that I, though. I don't think that's the, that that's not the that's not on the side of the objection, right? Like it's it's more it's more isn't it isn't the isn't the the actual isn't the actual um uh like antagonism between this like um this what well, kind of you said it earlier this like this impossible uh infinite of of uh, of identifications uh rather than like uh, like looking at some kind of like central antagonism that that actually like b- binds binds it every everything together like, isn't that right the, right know? right that no i think that's the opposition right right between those two and and don't you think that the way lacan describes the feminine this is what I would say mm-hmm. is actually his description of subjectivity as such. So when he okay. says la femme n'existe pas, mm-hmm. right? Like what he's really, the woman does not exist. What he's really saying, at least this is how I would read it. He's really saying the subject doesn't exist, mm-hmm. right? And the subject as such doesn't exist because it is only, it's, it's only through ins, insubstantiality mm-hmm. that it, that it's a subject, right? Like it, so it never has any, it, it's, 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 it's incompletion. Mm -hmm. It's fail. It's, it's contradiction is what defines it. That's not the thing that, that impedes it, like or it impedes it and it defines it. Right. So, Mm -hmm. yeah. So I think that in a way he's defining the position of subjectivity and, and, and thus of, and he wouldn't say this, right? He he directly says the opposite, and thus it's the universal position. I would mm-hmm. say, mm. you know that. That's yeah. interesting. Yeah, no, no. Well, that's why it's a problem. Like I mean, as we said, like twenty minutes ago, that's why it's a problem that the universal for Lacan is not articulated. And right. and, and if the universal is articulated in Hegelian way, which it could be, because he talks about Hegel all the time. But as we like to say, when he thinks he's being Hegelian, he's not, and when he doesn't think he's being Hegelian, he is Hegelian. Um, I know Slavoj once said to me, I think it was great. He said it's great. Adv- I think it's great advice. He's like every time Lacan says Hegel, just substituted the name Kojev, and that's <laughs> that's what you <laughs> that's yeah. what you have. Yeah, that's, and I think that's right. That's pretty good. And so then every time, every time he if it's if it's the if it's laudatory, then it's Kojev. If it's a and and it's the same if it's a if it's negative. But if you read yes. it as the opposite, then that's what Hegel said. 
right? Like that could be, your, that's right. That's that right. could be your, that could be your key. Um, that's pretty funny. Uh, that's yeah. a, ni- a ni- nice little skeleton key. But, but so if, um, if there is, I think this is interesting. I think this tracks. So for a couple different things that the, the subject of, I think, okay. The subject of psychoanalysis should be, I think understood in this way. Uh, I'm just put it in a, in a simple sentence. The subject of psychoanalysis is feminine. Is that kind of what you're getting at? I think that's exactly what I was saying. Okay. Yeah. Period. The subject of, of psychoanalysis is feminine. Period. Um, we're gonna so we're gonna keep that, and let's also keep and let's think about some other phrases of of Lacan's to put together with this. The, if the woman does not exist, but you understand what he's saying is that the subject is feminine. So he's talking about like the subject does does not exist. So let's right. also keep this with. There is no big other. The big other does not exist. And there is no subject supposed to know. And so you have, and you also, I, I think this is pretty crucial too, um, his early career emphasis um, of trying to grapple with psychosis and and which would be the complete, uh, like, I, 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 uh, okay. I'll, I'll give it a quick example of, of psychosis. I, this was something I went through after the car accident, after I had a traumatic, okay. brain, after I went through the traumatic, I had a traumatic brain injury. I, I thought I was dead. Like in the world, I was, everyone was, was all fake. Everyone was, everyone was fake. My mom was fake mom. My dad was fake dad. My friends were fake, fake, fake friends. It was all a show. It was all, it was all, all made up. Okay. And it was, and I just had to, and what I thought was as long as I played along, it would all keep going and that would be fine. That was like, like, I can't, like, I cannot like m- months. That was a great insight. Think, <laughs> think <laughs> into what the world really is like. I yeah. Know. <laughs> maybe, maybe that's what led me here. But months of months of my life, I, I like, I, I spent, I was, I was like, if I show any acknowledgement <laughs> that I know what's really going on here. It's all going to come crashing down. That was what, like, months of months of my life. It's like a like, Philip K. Dick story, really. Kind of is. You know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's a uh, very high castle, right? The yeah, um, yeah. Uh, Or time out of joint or something, right? Like, yeah. just, you got to keep it, you got to keep up the pretense or else it's all going to... It's all going to fall apart. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, so so that, so then I some process of me, of my... Uh, my brain healing and getting better. Uh, I like, I just, I was like, man, that's really selfish. This whole thing doesn't depend on me. Like that's (laughs) like, that's like, that was what I had to, that was what I had to come to was, you know what? I'm actually not that important. Yeah. Like like that's like, that's, that was what kind of like, that was what kind of, um, what kind of broke, broke that, that hold for me. So anyway, so, um, so that I, I think that's a, I think that's a pretty concrete example of psychosis. But so what, what, what I'm trying to do here to put all these things together is that, so there, cause there is a, cause there is a, there's a problem here, right? Okay. If the subject doesn't exist. Okay. If the big other doesn't exist, as in there's no external guarantee for anything right. you do. And if there is no subject supposed to know, as in there is no uh, person I mean, he says this specifically in the analytic situation, like about the analyst relationship to the, uh, to the, uh, analysis. but like, but if there's no like person who has any like license of understanding you 
more than you might understand yourself and you might not understand yourself at all. Like there's no, like nowhere is there, is there a subject supposed to know like, like they're there, this is the right thing to do. These are, then it's kind of like, it would be really easy to be like, well, then this is all arbitrary, isn't it? Right. And then that right. as a matter of like you back into a psychotic position, like I just described where it's all fake. It's all like there, there's nothing. This, this symbolic glue that, means we do anything at all is ju- it's just pure it's just pure uh, uh fiction to be done away with and like that would be you would back into that position but it's very very important for lacan that it to see the fiction as it is and to continue to and in, like invest in it I think right. that the, I think right. that that might be if you're if you were if I was going to build an argument about like what's like the somebody said to me what's the most radical like insight of Lacan's I think I would probably potentially I would say that is that yeah. is because yeah. you you basically you, you basically agree with most of the major postmodernist like uh, precepts fragmented subject all this stuff like no 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 meta all all the big all these things and then the last thing is. And it's because you know that these things do not have a substantial basis that you you can invest in them. And I right, think right because yeah. yeah, go ahead. No, 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 no. I'm, I've I've been going for a while. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, no. I was just gonna say right because why because you realize that it's only through my our actions that they continue to function. Right. Mm-hmm. That's why I think in a way your insight there that if I don't keep it up. Mm-hmm it's all going to collapse was in a sense, correct. Right. Like I have to keep on doing it because it's my action that keeps the thing sustained. And I think you're right to link that to the woman doesn't exist. Right. Like that, because what you're saying, what that statement is really saying is there's no, it it is really close to the big other doesn't exist Mm -hmm. because that there's no, things aren't just going to keep on functioning without out, our activity and our investment in them. And I think that's mm-hmm. what, and, and it, it's interesting that to link that and, and what, I think that's what Joan Kopchak is doing is linking that to feminism, right? Like mm-hmm. linking that link, the, the, the masculine position is one that thinks, Oh, this is just going to keep going on its own mm-hmm. and it doesn't require all of my activity and our collective activity to keep it going, mm-hmm. but it does, right? Mm-hmm. Like, I think that that's the, it's interesting because, you know, like in a way you could think of it like as the traditional man who comes home from work and just like the household's just kind of going and he just mm-hmm. sort of, it's like, oh, it just goes on its own, you know, and it's fine. <laughs> but right. he, what he doesn't see is there's all this like female labor female yeah. activity behind mm-hmm. that keeps the keeps the whole thing propped up right? right so i think that that there's a way in which it kind of maps onto certain traditional gender ideas but mm-hmm. i think that the, but the point is re- i think a logical one right like that to to see the way in which that that the structure requires the investment of the subject in it and doesn't just operate on its own and i mm-hmm. i think that you know to me that that's the real that, that that's the key insight of this of this idea that it requires my action to keep things going and then they don't just go keep going on their own right yeah. like that's the and 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 I think if there was 
isn't the idea that if there was a binary signifier or, mm-hmm. you know, sign- I mean, I think we should talk about whether people should keep on talking like this. Like that's a whole <laughs> other thing, right? Yeah. Because it, it seems like there, but, but if there was a binary signifier, things would just go on their own, right? Mm-hmm. Like that's the, that's the idea. But I do think, I, 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 I wonder, and I think we both have, we've talked about this and thought about it and we have friends that are on both sides of this question, but it is a, it is certainly a different thing to say the binary signifier doesn't exist Mm -hmm. and la femme n'existe pas, right? Mm -hmm. Like the, like the, the woman doesn't exist. Like, and, and I wonder what is, is there still a gain Mm -hmm. from this second formulation and, is th- and and it certainly one effect of it is certainly that it turns a number of people against psychoanalysis. That may mm-hmm. be, and and people that I think, I mean, it's not people that we wouldn't want on the team, right? Like it's people that we yeah, would sure. want on the team. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's not like it turns like you know Donald Trump and uh, Vladimir Putin against because we want <laughs> we don't want them on the team. Right, but, right. But it turns people that we want on the team against. So mm-hmm. I I do th- and 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 I think. Some of our friends would say, well, that's fine. Mm-hmm. They're just, they just, whatever. You're going to always offend some people. And that, that is true. Mm-hmm. But I I wonder if, if there's maybe too much lost in retaining that statement at all. Well, I think The woman that, doesn't exist. Yeah. But. And I mean, I think that it's, uh, well, for me, it's two things. Is that like, I don't think, I don't think that, I don't think Lacan is invested in the phrase uh, as much as the idea, but it's because of the performance and the shock value, the, the, how provocative yeah. it is that yeah. it appears in those three different instances. I, cause it's not the same, like he doesn't repeat this nearly as much as the, you know, as a, well, I, I think, I think I'm right in saying like, as the big other does not exist. And right. Or the, the unconscious one or the subject, uh, this, the, is the yeah, subject the, f- f- is, is the subject is a subject for another signifier. Right? Yeah. Or right. is the, the signifier, subject, represents, signifier the represents the subject for another signifier. Right. right. Like that. So those are those ideas that are more important. And 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 I think, though, the idea there's a closer um, relationship between the phrase itself and the idea. In those in those examples, in where, those instances, in those yes. instances where so even if he even if you could literally say like you could literally say like oh no he says them exactly the same that's fine whatever that's not that's not my point my point is that like the the argument uh, is does not inhere in the phrase itself and so the argument the, the argument in the phrase is I think. The, that that seems to be inherent in the phrase "the woman does not exist" does seem to just be on its face and absolutely like it's a sexist one and it confirms this you know masculinist phallocentric uh, notion that is like still I think pretty dominant of of uh, of psychoanalysis and it even obscures I would say um, the like the movement like if if something is this this is Mari's point but also. Um, uh, I think Jacqueline Rose is right that 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 it like the diff like what Lacan does is he moves the idea he he moves from penis to phallus or right. in in our uh, phraseology on on the show is he's socializing Freud so he's he's take he's making the, it, it's actually so it's penis that makes it like that's like a personal like that's like a private object that 
that you know uh, biological men have but like when it's phallus it's it's a social idea that is upheld by ideology and all kinds of different practices that like that, that people engage in uh, whether they are aware of them or not and like that right. that move is uh, is crucial so it's if that's a, like I, I take that to be a really important thing about Lacan is this like socializing of something that might seem to be private or or personal i think that's just it's a huge thing with him and i think within the phrase itself the woman does not exist that seems to confirm the like all the old uh um uh like cliched uh uh, hot takes on psychoanalysis about it being on psychoanalysis yeah so i think that i think that's a that's a problem but and, and i think that I don't know how much, this is the reason why I put the question to you like 20 minutes ago that I did was that because of, you know, anticipating this kind of turn in our conversation is I, I don't know how much is lost. Like, I think that you can still talk about, I guess I put it this way as I think you could still talk about sexual difference without this phrase in psychoanalysis. Well, yeah, I think that's definitely true, but I think, isn't the right. I mean, I would even say, do you if think that was that, what you wanted to do? Like, like if you thought that this was the, yeah. if it like if yeah. it's, if it's really key, I think you can still talk about because I do think the idea is as like as we've gone into is that like the 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 this the the subject the subject is not subject even to itself, right? Like that's right. you know right. like that's I think a, an important idea, right? Right. I mean, I yeah, I think that it. it, it, it I think you really hit the nail on the head, right? And and the but I, I it does even raise the question of whether sexual difference is necessary yeah. for psychoanalysis. Yeah. Right? Like yeah. I I don't I don't know that it it is, right? Like I think that again because for the same for the reason you just said, right? Like the contradiction is the contradiction of subjectivity mm-hmm. and it's and and is I think one of the to me, one of the questions always is: is the, is the, is the fact that we are sexed necessarily linked to our sexual identity? Right. Mm-hmm. Like I, I, I don't think that it is necessarily. Right. Mm-hmm. Like I think that, like being sexed means that you have that you 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 have a you're contradictory as a being, right? Or you, mm-hmm. or you have a you 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 are con you're you're lacking you're a lacking subject right mm-hmm. like I think that's all that I think that's all it means to say that you're sexed it doesn't mean that you have to end up on one side of this divide or another mm-hmm. right like mm-hmm. I, but I think a lot of people are are really invested in sustaining that idea of mm-hmm. of being of being sexed as 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 a as a binary choice and I I, I think that the, the part of it is you know Guy Legofay who I, I, I love to cite because I think he's just mm-hmm. so unknown and, and is a really smart guy. He, he said to me, you know, the problem is that Lacan understands something about the logic of the signifier and logic as such, mm-hmm. this missing binary signifier. And then he said he jumps too quickly mm. to map that on to sex. And mm-hmm. I think, yeah, and that just struck, I just, and then and then he wants to say, then he gets in this whole problem of, and, and this is we haven't talked about this yet, but he gets in this whole problem of feminine jouissance, right? Like right, that's right. the, which is the enjoyment attached to this, this non-existence of, 
of the woman. And 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 his claim is like, well, wh- wh- why is jouissance enjoyment divided? You know, mm-hmm. like why? And and it, and and he like he jumps to this association with the feminine when it's just a logical structure of of signification. And so it again, it actually comes back to what we we're talking about toward the beginning about this relationship between the sociocultural mm-hmm. and the underlying mm-hmm. signifying logic, right? Like they're not like he wants there to be a clear connection, but maybe there's not. Right? Mm-hmm. Like maybe there's not. Maybe there's just maybe the entire cultural apparatus emerges in response to that logical contradiction, right? Like, yeah. And so you can't just map one part onto another part, but the whole thing is a response to a to a contradiction. I don't know. That just it just struck well, me. Well, but, it's interesting. I, I do think that um, something that I, I that um, something that I th- I think is important to to pull it back to is that like it is. It is interesting, not that not that things are ever reducible or completely explainable only in their historical context, because that would be quite boring, especially since it's, as we've talked about before, it's very hard to understand the historical context as it's happening, and it requires a minimal gesture of retroactivity to do it. Right. So it's, right. anyway. But I do think that there, it's important. So when when was Seminar 18 again? Seminar 18 is... Uh, 70, 69, 70, I think. 69, 70? 70, okay. 71, something. So, and then television, when does he do television? Television's early, it's like 72. So, okay. so Seminar 18 is 70, 71, that's right. Okay, and, and then... And then television 72, 73, something like that. And so, and so, which uh, coincides with the Seminar 20, is also, is also uh, 72, Right, 73. right, right. It's almost exactly the same time. So that's why he has that idea on his head when he's doing the television interview. Right, right. And I just think that, like, it's uh, it's just, I think it bears a a recognition that, like, um, sexual revolution was happening, like, or had happened, or, you know, like, 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 that's that's current. And I mean, we, you know, he was, of course, like, in 68, he has the, the, the famous line that like you know you're looking for a master and you'll you'll find you know like like the you'll the student, have one you'll yeah. have one you know like like yeah. th- w- uh, clearly what was happening like s- you know socially like what like it, it made its way into his lectures and 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 what he was like the ideas he was trying to express so i wonder if the reason he ma- like so now we look at it's like 40 years later and we're looking at the like you know i think like you look like you look says that like the logic jump there doesn't there doesn't seem to be it doesn't the idea doesn't by necessity have to have to do with being sexed like like the idea by necessity doesn't have there there that's hard for me to see that but maybe that was he was he, he was looking at like something this would be really explicable to people like right now uh right. in 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 the in the time that this is coming out that like we're like people are understanding the that how like sexuality is is uh is, is primary and it seems to be this like this this uh mover in the in the social sphere and 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 perhaps that's why he puts puts the idea there i don't know I, but I but yeah maybe i yeah maybe i mean that's better than my idea my idea was <laughs> that he he got an advanced copy of twin peaks fire walk with me and he <laughs> saw how laura palmer was depicted and he's like oh wow 
la femme n'existe pas, right? Like, because yeah. <laughs> to me, like that's the best example, right? Because mm. she's the constantly. So the, the the early series is just she's dead she's right at the beginning, right? Mm-hmm. She, the the first wrapped line of the plastic. series is wrapped in plastic, right? Exactly. Gone fishing. Um, yeah. Yeah, right. And then in the return, of course, her body is not there, not there. because mm-hmm. Cooper has saved her. Mm-hmm. But uh, or has he for for worst? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, we I think we already did an episode yeah, we on did that. Do that. So no, we did. Um, but but in so in Fire Walk with Me, it's a prequel. So Lynch shows exactly what Laura Palmer was, and so she's mm-hmm. at the simultaneously a prostitute. Mm-hmm. She's a prom queen. She's a Meals on Wheels volunteer. She's mm-hmm. a cocaine addict. She's a cheerleader. She's a she's a uh, uh, sneaking into bar underage, getting totally drunk. Mm-hmm. Uh, so all these and and what's great is none of it's not like she does the Meals on Wheels ironically, and mm-hmm. she's like really the prostitute really or the really pro- the yeah. drug. Mm-hmm. No, is there, she does all of them equally with equal passion. Right. Mm-hmm. So she is so she 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 totally breaks down that you know that that divide in the sociocultural ideal of the feminine, right? She's mm-hmm. just she's contradictory like a man can be. Right? Like she's yeah. she she's both the maternal figure and she's the sexual object, both put into or the sexual being, both put into the same person. And so she shows, I think, that the woman, like she, she, yeah. she, she brings together those things and shows that the woman doesn't exist. So I really now hold I, on, hold I, on, nail it down because that's in one person, concrete, particularly right. changes all particulars, right? Like that's how she, right, right, she is right. universal. So it would have been so, like again, that would have been had right. Like, I wish Lacan had said exactly what you're saying. Like I wish Lacan had said, um. Why does the woman not exist? Because she is the universal. Yeah. And the man believes in his own particularity. Like that's yeah. the that's nice. that's real that that's, seems that's to me point. to be really the lesson of that Lacan himself totally missed mm. in this because he has a really, I think, non Hegelian conception of un- of universality. That is, universality is just some kind of bringing everything under its own umbrella, right? Mm-hmm. And then, and for Hegel, the universal is actually what it's the mark of what doesn't fit, right? Mm-hmm. Like it, it's it, it it it's the it's the it's what's missing within the larger structure. And so I think that that the fact that he doesn't get that makes him it causes him not to, you know. It's I don't think that that contributed to the more ignominy attached to this statement, but mm-hmm. I think it makes it m- more politically incorrect. You know, yeah. like it does, and it, it, it misses some, and, and I think that it, it maybe damages some of the feminist work that that statement might've done if it ever could have done that. But I, I do think I am convinced that Laura Palmer is the best example mm. of that idea because especially in fire walk with me, because that's where you really get this, I mean, you get it a little. I mean, I was thinking we did an episode not long ago on film noir, and you get a little bit in in the femme fatale, but yeah. but but she's basically bad, right? Like and, Kathy and Moffat the, is like, I'm no good, and neither are you, and right? Like you. that's and because of the yeah, code, yeah. they often end up dead. So that just seems to, yeah. rather than doing radical work, ends up confirming a sexist thesis. Yeah, 
Yeah. Right. Uh, right. Uh, yeah. Right. I, I think it's, I think that the, your, your formula is really nice about like as the, for the universal is like what's missing that snaps into relation, like everything else. Right. You know, right. and, 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 right. and that's, that's how it has by, by being what's missing. That's how it has the, uh, the potential to alter that the, like the, the, to use a Bajuin term, right? Like to, that, to, to alter the prevailing situation. That's right. That's yeah. right. That's right. Someone uh, could write a whole book on that. I, I, <laughs> I think, I think someone could. Um, I think that's uh, a, yeah, that's a, um, I think that's a, that's a, that's a great idea. I think what, and just like, just lastly, do you think though that, um, do you think though that our, our friend, do you think our friend Joan though would say that this, that is, Lacan's idea and that's as it is expressed in the formulas for uh, formulas of sexuation and we've just kind of we've like altered the like we've made it perhaps like we've made it explicable but like this like the like maybe maybe she can see that the phrase is whatever the phrase is but like the idea yeah. the uh, the undergirding like work is what we were we were he just already describing. had that idea yeah. Yeah, yeah 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 the only thing I would say is that I think that I, I love Joan Komchik. I think she's the smartest person I've ever met. So that so I don't really have the right to object to her, but <laughs> uh, uh, but I'm going to object to her okay. uh, because I think that her, hers is a very Kantian Jacques Lacan, right? Like, yeah, and I think that, and and so I think that that I don't think that that I don't think he already articulates that, and I think he I actually feel like. I might be at odds with Slavoj, although I did. We just did this interview, and he kind of I, I sort of bullied him into <laughs> my position. But I feel like it's well, nice I feel like done. he doesn't. I feel like he doesn't think this. But I think that the the turn that Lacan makes later mm-hmm. is a Kantian turn. I think there's a Hegelian moment from Seminar Nine to Seminar Sixteen, and then then the discourses, and then the the, the formulas. I think it's a Kantian. Uh, what would you call it? Like a Kantian relapse. Okay. And because I think earlier he's Kantian, and then he has this Hegelian breakthrough, and then I think it's a relapse to Kantianism. Okay. And I think that someone, by the way, wrote me and said, "No, Lacan is Kantian through and through. It's Slavoj who Hegelianizes him." I thought that was very nice, actually. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I thought that was pretty good. I, I forget who. Uh, well, I mean, that depends. I mean, that I, me. doesn't that all doesn't that go back to um, is Co- like is Kojev actually the Kantian, you know what I mean? Like that, I think that you'd have to. Right. I don't think, yeah, yeah. I, you're right. You're right. I, I think that's probably a little unfair to look on, but, um, but it, I think it is true that, that he doesn't like just the way he uses universal, I don't think is accidental, right? Like mm-hmm, the way he says mm-hmm. woman is not universal, right? right? Like that there, I think that, that he does see that the, the social, underlying structure in terms of antinomies. And I think Joan is absolutely right to map sexual difference onto the Kantian antinomies as she does his sex in sex in the euthanasia of reason. Mm-hmm. But, but <laughs> that, that, com- that means that Lacan at this point is a Kantian, right? Yeah. If that is, yeah. if her reading is correct, mm-hmm. which I think it is, then that means that Lacan in the later epoch Mm-hmm. From let's say eighteen seventeen onward, is a Kantian, mm-hmm. right? So seventeen is the four discourses, four discourses. the 
lamb, uh, underside of what is it translated as underside of psychoanalysis? It's or? it's other in in uh, uh, other side in, in okay. English, yeah. but yeah, underside. Yeah. Okay, yeah, other side of psychoanalysis. So, so that I think that that like from that seminar onward, I I just think he's a Kantian, and mm-hmm. then you've you've set done a lot of interesting attack on this idea of scent, the santum from seminar twenty three, also as an insufficiently Hegelian idea, I think. I mean, you didn't put it that way, but I think that's that's what you were. You're making an at. attack. I think it's an exploration, Todd. I think that I put, oh, sorry. <laughs> put a sorry. positive. Okay. No, no, no. <laughs> this is a, this is an essay due to be published. I think that the I my I think you're right to say insufficiently Hegelian because I think my point is it's insufficiently social. As an idea, right? Like right. That, that's right. my that's my right. take on Santa. No, it's right. Too, I understand that. Yeah, oh no, I know. I know yeah, you understood yeah, it. Yeah. I'm explaining it. For You're everybody just trying else. to make it clear to everyone else, so yeah. they don't think. So you don't get any mean emails from the from the the, the Santone uh, police. <laughs> yeah, the Santone police. <laughs> 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 right, yeah. right, right, right. So yeah, how far do we take these critiques before people start to write hate mail? That's the question. That's that is the question. Um, yeah. The, yeah, but I think yeah. Go ahead. I was going to say, or I think it's better before, before the Santone police is founded. Uh, I think it's probably the, is the, is the better phrase. No, I think, um, yeah, that it's, it's interesting. I, I think for my, my recommendations, cause we're getting into the, what's the lesson portion of this is certainly yeah. for, um, I, we have recommended this before a long time ago, but like it is well, I will continue to recommend it. Uh, Joan Kopchak has an essay. It's called Sexual Difference in an uh, online journal uh, that it's called Political Concepts. So you can read the yeah. whole thing. You can't download the whole thing because of the way the website is set up. So you have to click like individually on each page, which is a little annoying. But like you just have the website up and you can read it. It's great. It's like because she she has this. It's like the third in a in the trilogy that begins with sex and the euthanasia of reason and then there's the sexual the compact. sexual compact which is also a great essay also a great essay and then this Incredible. is the, this is the third uh sexual difference so that would be and it's pretty uh, recent right it is yeah uh f- f- seven eight years ago something like that yeah. Yeah, yeah so it's like her most recent thinking on this possibly yeah. yeah i think that's probably right yeah so that's for yeah. for uh for some background and also for uh like far more like redemptive and friendly to the, to the phrase itself and not doing, you know, kind of like what we're doing, which is maybe taking, taking a look. I think you put it this way. is like you bring this idea back into the realm of Hegel at which we, we're kind of, I don't think we're doing for no reason just because it's a thing we would do, but it's there because, because of that not theoretical use of the word universal, I think like is really, really like teasing and, 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 right. and, and tempting right. there. Like, and so like, I think for, um, you, I don't think Joan talks about that because she's is more concerned with the phrase that is most famous and, and most popular, which is the woman does not exist. And I, and yeah. I think what we did was, uh, kind of bring the conversation back to where he begins with this line of thinking in seminar 18, when he says there is no universal of the woman, which is a lot more sensible of a, like just like linguistic construction. It's a lot more sensible and like sort of easier to work with. So that's what we've done here. I think there is no, all the woman, there There is is no, all the women. That's what he says. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, then he says there's no universal of the woman. Yeah. But there is no, all the women. Yeah. Yeah. All the women do not exist. Right. Like that's, I think in in that, in that seminar as well. Um, Right. So, Todd, the lesson, unless you have a final statement, 
No, go ahead. You, you, well, I mean, I think it's the lesson. So, uh, I I think you may, we may have said this in the, uh, uh, in, in the, so I'm going to ask you to, to come up with another one because we may have said this in the Twin Peaks episode, but to the lesson is to watch, uh, fire walk with me. I think it's pretty, pretty, no, I don't think, I think that is the lesson and I don't think we've given that before. And I do want to say, I think that's the Lynch. I probably have said this. I think it's the absolute masterpiece. And the first wow. time I saw it, I had seen nothing, no Twin Peaks at all. So mm-hmm. it was just befuddling. <laughs> but I still, I loved it, I have to say. I loved it. Can I tell you? I got you, it out of, yeah. Oh, oh no, no. I want to hear the rest of that. But is that? I, f- no, I. You, you go ahead. Sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> this is, uh, this, this is a, uh, makes for good radio when we do that. Um, is that the first um, sequel that is prequel? Because th- that's a thing now that is like... Now it's become a thing, It's become yeah. a thing, like like yeah. in the world of video games, uh, Red Dead Redemption 2 is a really great example of this. But I would even say like in television, like Better Call Saul is this sequel, right. sequel that right. is prequel. And I think it's yeah. like, it's a thing. I mean, Star Wars is the famous one, right? Yeah, you have, the well, most famous. You have those the, the trilogy, right? The prequel trilogy. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think, is that the... I Can you think of it? It's any? the first major one, major I one? think. But God, is there... There have to be prequels prior to that, right? Like yeah. there have to be. Like the, I mean, uh, like is the Gospel of John kind of? A prequel? That's hilarious. That's a, what In a the beginning prequel. was the Word, and the Word was God, and it was with God. I think that is a. That's a prequel. That's I mean, pre- it's pretty it good. Is, it is a bit of a prequel, right? Well, and, and it's, it's a prequel like, in a sequel. You know, to the in old, a sequel at the, the same time, yeah, right? That's good. right. That's right. It's both. It's both. What yeah. about the Merry Wives of Windsor? Ah, uh, is it? I think it probably you know it has to be has yeah. To be. yeah yeah, yeah. Merry Wives of Windsor is, is Merry Wives of Windsor is not only a prequel but it is this is I think it's a hard to do this but it's an even worse prequel <laughs> than Lucas made <laughs> <laughs> Star Wars That's it is really it's a, almost impossible like you watch those three pre- prequel films you're like they couldn't be worse <laughs> but then you read Merry Wives of Windsor and you're like no 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 Shakespeare did it. Shakespeare did Shakespeare it. on one in one way Shakespeare was worse than George Lucas. That's terrible to wow, say, hot but take by you. If you've ever read Merry Wives of Windsor, you know, and the proof of this is when Wells made Chimes at Midnight, he mm. wanted to use all the Falstaff plays mm. and he only he has three lines for Merry Wives of Windsor that are just arbitrary arbitrary lines in, just to do it. Just thrown into scenes from from Henry Four and, and Henry Five, and he just throw it in because he wants to, you know, say that he that he did it. And I only know that because I taught a Shakespeare and film class with my colleague here and friend Andrew Barnaby, and th- w- we gave extra credit if someone could defi- find what lines were from Mary Wives of Windsor. And there were three. So That's great. There were three only. Yeah. So what was your yeah. fire walk with me? When did you see it? How'd you see it? I saw it in 96. Okay. I got it from a, I was living in Los Angeles. I got it from a video store. I had not seen Twin Peaks. Mm. And, uh, and it, it just, it, it, it changed my life. I was just, I wow. couldn't believe it. Wow. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. Wow. This was yeah. around the same so, time you read Slavoy for the first time, right? It, it, it no, it's, it's after. A little it's bit after? after? A few yeah. years after? Yeah, a few years after. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, big, yeah. big changes so, in the uh, 90s. Yeah, yeah, big changes. Yeah, I was about ready to write my my first essay I ever wrote on Lynch was on Lost Highway, and that was oh, okay. That was coming soon after that. So that's awesome. 
like yeah. that little, uh, little right. history. End with a historical <laughs> note. <laughs> a historical note that no one gives a shit about. Over and out, Ryan. Over and out, Todd.